0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, August 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. New climate loans for ag. Salmon to get their own AC. Ag groups press for H-2A reforms and await for final disaster payments. iBank offers climate smart ag loans. The California Infrastructure and Economic Development Bank, iBank, is offering $25 million in low-cost loans to finance climate-smart agriculture projects. iBank's Climate Catalyst Fund aims to mobilize financing for shovel-ready projects that need a few more dollars to become a reality. The loans will go to projects that enhance productivity, improve water and energy efficiency, reduce emissions, or sequester carbon. The effects of climate change in agriculture are Obvious today, and so increasingly are some of the solutions, said IBank Deputy Director for Climate Finance, Dan Adler. Well, to save salmon, feds are chilling them. Federal agencies have installed several chilling units at a hatchery for winter run Chinook salmon to counter the deepening drought impacts. With the Shasta Lake low, the water is warmer and unsuitable for salmon spawning. Warm waters lead to high mortality rates for young salmon for the last two years. Implementing this unique strategy at this critical time is essential to their survival, explained Bureau of Reclamation Regional Director Ernest Connett. Ag groups to Senate. Pass H-2A reforms. Leading farm groups are making another appeal to senators ahead of their August recess to reach agreement on reforms to the H-2A visa program for farm workers. In order to protect America's domestic agricultural production, the Senate must act now to provide stability for our existing workers and make key reforms to the H-2A program. The visa program for farmers used to hire legal workers to supplement their U.S. workforce, the Ag Workforce Coalition says in a letter to Senate leaders. The signers include the American Farm Bureau Federation, which has continued to raise concerns about the House-passed Farm Workforce Modernization Act and a provision that would allow H-2A workers to sue employers. Next round of disaster payments will take time. A senior official with USDA's Farm Service Agency is warning that final round of disaster aid payments under the Emergency Relief Program will take considerably more time to process. Speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium this week in Vail, Colorado, Associate FSA Administrator Steve Peterson also said he believes there is growing interest among producers for disaster assistance covering losses this year. The existing ERP program is limited to covering losses that occurred in 2020 and 2021. Peterson says the next round of ERP payments will include producers who didn't have crop insurance coverage or weren't enrolled in the non-insured crop disaster assistance program, as well as for insured farmers whose shallow losses weren't large enough to trigger indemnities. Quality losses also will be covered in the next round. Payments for losses that farmers didn't file a claim for will take longer to verify, he said. Uh, by the way, uh, Texas A&M University economist Mark Fisher told the sugar industry representatives that the Farm Bill's two primary commodity programs, the Ag Risk Coverage and the Price Loss Coverage, now account for just 3% of Farm Bill spending. The cost of the nutrition title has grown dramatically with the recent growth of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. USDA could go higher than $1 billion on climate program. USDA's flagship program for building climate markets for farm commodities has blown past expectations. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack budgeted a billion dollars for the partnerships for climate smart commodities program only to get around 20 billion in applications. Robert Bonney, USDA undersecretary for farm production and conservation, doesn't rule out that department could allocate more than a billion dollars but said that's up to the White House. And Secretary Vilsack, the Office of Management and Budget, hasn't put a limit on the program, which is being funded through the USDA Commodity Credit Corporation. Bonnie said, quote, we thought it $1 billion was big enough that it put a strong marker out there. We were frankly surprised at the level of input and the level of proposals we've gotten. The grants are likely to be announced in September, according to Bonnie, who talked to AgriPulse on the sidelines of the Sweetener Symposium in Colorado. Uh, by the way, Rebecca Larson, chief scientist for the Western Sugar Cooperative, said USDA program could help the industry in part by standardizing the way carbon emissions are measured. Standardizing across the United States is going to be really critical for us. So we have these Apple-to-Apple apple comparisons, she said. Now, for Bonnie's thoughts on the Inflation Reduction Act and the climate-related funding it will provide, check out the weekly AgriPulse newsletter. Dairy Farmers of America responds to antitrust lawsuit. Dairy Farmers of America yesterday called accusations it is violating antitrust laws by monopolizing the Northeast milk market, preposterous, irrational, and blatantly inaccurate. SRJF Inc., a dairy farm in Stanford, New York, claims in a lawsuit that DFA has pushed other dairy cooperatives out of the Northeast, attempted to manipulate federal milk marketing order rules to set low raw milk prices, and forced non-member farmers into joining the co-op. DFA, a farmer-owned cooperative, said Those allegations were baseless and completely without merit. Since DFA's formation, our farmer owners have worked to build a cooperative that is strategically invested in assets to ensure milk markets and provide additional returns on their investment in their cooperative. That Kristen Cody, a senior vice president of corporate affairs at DFA, in a statement. Well, here's today's he said it. If this is a recession, folks, this is a very, very odd recession. That CoBank economist Tanner Emke, speaking at the International Sweetener Symposium, he noted that unemployment is low while prices are still rising and the dollar is strong. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, August third. For the latest news out of Washington D.C., visit AgriPulse.com for AgriPulse Daybreak West. I'm Jeff Daly.